Welcome everybody to Funeral Nation episode 46. I'm Ryan Thogmart and that is Jeff, the Funeral Commander Harbison, who's in the middle of nowhere. I'm still in my <laughs> honey hole. What do we got coming up on the show today, brother? Hey, you know what? Uh, we have a great show today. In fact, uh, I want to also let you know that this show is brought to you by the Fast Funding Group, which is CNJ Financial, American Funeral Financial, and the Funeral Funding Center. Hey, look, if you don't go to cjf.com, AmericanFuneralFinancial.com, and FuneralFundingCenter.com to get your assignments for your insurance, what's wrong with you, right? Come on, guys. Step it up. Get your money. Call the guys. They're fantastic. Anyway, thank you, Fast Funding Group, for this today. Um, we're going to have a spotlight on a funeral director down in Mississippi, which is Actually, a little bit funny, some humor to it. Yes, We're going to show you a really trashy WTF. I mean, it's it's a trashy, it's a trashy advertisement for a funeral home. But hey, what are you <laughs> going to do? You know. So uh, this week, what's going on in the buzz, Ryan? You know, Jeff, I think the biggest buzz uh, this past week on connecting directors has been the the, the move. Well, I should say the letter that Aurora Casket Company or Aurora Matthews sent out, Matthews, Aurora, whatever it is, about uh, one, product changes that are coming you know, with the product line once inventory is out, and also they are moving all of their production of 20-gauge uh, non-gasket caskets down to Mexico. Hey, well, you know, that's pretty timely. I guess uh, Donald Trump was down there, so... <laughs> We have uh, Aurora Matthews. We've got Batesville. Everybody's headed to south of the border. Hey, you know. Um, let me tell you what I find really interesting about this is that the manufacturers are taking their product manufacturing, buying different um, components from overseas, yet the prices aren't going down. Yeah. Um, this is September, and guess what's going to happen? Is price time going up. So you have to ask yourself out there in funeral land, you FNers, tell me, think about this. If they've gone somewhere to make it cost less, but they're charging more, who's getting hosed here? All right? Need to maybe take a really serious look. Serious? Serious chance, right? <laughs> take a look at Sitch. You know, there's another one coming up. These casket companies that are uh, out here from the big boys, it's time to start doing the math, y'all. And frankly, that math is, uh, you're, you're taking it. It's time to help out your customers and your funeral home for profit side. So anyway, that's all there I'm going to say about it. <laughs> hey, look, this, uh, this whole segment was brought to you by Funeral DNA ID. Simple collection of DNA. Um, frankly, I, I don't understand it's the same thing when you look at it. Take it inside the funeral home and hand it to the family. You don't have to send it north of the border, right? We got this border issue in the funeral industry, so keep it here in the U.S. You can't predict the future, however, you can protect your business and the families you're serving. Funeral DNA ID kits that collect and preserve DNA during the cremation and burial process. Swap, spot, seal, legacy preserve. For more information, please visit FuneralDNAID.com. Okay, Mr. Harbison, we are doing a little twist on our More You Know Minute, and we're turning it into an interview, and the interview is going to be with you, sir. So, FNers, buckle in, because our interview segment today is with none other than Jeff Harbison, the funeral commander. 
Let's get into it. Jeff, Funeral Commander, share with, us, share with us a little bit about you, your background, your current position, and uh, why you're the Funeral Commander. Well, it's interesting. I started my funeral <clears throat> career with Batesville Casket Company. Yes, I was one of those guys knocking on your door <laughs> and uh, coming out there and sharing with you all the virtues of a casket. And frankly, along the way, I thought, <clears throat> gosh, uh, I think I could build a better mousetrap. So I started a, uh, a funeral home from scratch using a Six Sigma operating platform. Uh, from there, decided that or found out we couldn't have people pay us. So I started a at-need credit company. And then along the way, I just kept in periodicals and everything, I kept hearing the same people saying the same thing. So I started the funeral commander. And the funeral commander, as you may know, I served 20 years in the military, had a chance to be a commander. I thought, well, you know, that's a pretty good moniker. And that thing has grown, that blog has grown seriously over the years, where there's over 50,000 people that's reading what I'm writing. So uh, along the way, I was blessed that uh, Dan Assard from the Foresight Companies gave me a call and said, hey, look, you know, um, we believe that you'll be a great addition to our team. Made me an offer I couldn't refuse. He's sort of like the godfather, <laughs> right? And uh, I moved from Virginia to Phoenix and um, funeral homes still running, at need credit still running, funeral commander still running. And uh, I'm here in a hotel uh, out in the middle of Texas with uh, the Foresight Companies working with Dan. So Fantastic. I've been blessed in my funeral career. Yeah, you're still running, so that's good. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, you're the, you mentioned the, the, the Funeral Commander blog. Yeah, so you're the author of that. What's your objective with the blog? You know, it uh, frankly, it's just to say what other people are thinking and, and don't have the guts to say. We have, uh, in our industry, we have very few people out here that I believe are talking about the things that are essential to our, our industry. We talk about a lot of fluff. We talk about things that really don't matter. I don't want to bring out the issues that matter. Profitability, um, we're not, cremation's not hurting us, it's us hurting ourselves, right? Uh, it, it's fascinating to me that um, cremation families or, or, or frankly burial families are being subsidized by cremation families because funeral homes don't charge a basic services fees in full, right? There's a little secret. Hey, another little secret, guess what? Families who have life insurance pay full GPL price versus families that don't. Why? Okay. So these are some of the things that I like to bring up. I'm not scared. I've been shot at. I've been <laughs> bombed, right? So uh, what happens is, is people say, well, you know what? You're right. I'm glad you brought that up. What can we do to make changes? So in effect, the funeral commanders is a blog to uh, incite thought processes and to look beyond the normal and outside the box. That's fantastic. And, and I think you are the man to do that. So kudos to you with that blog. All right, so Thanks. tell us a little bit about your, your full-time day job with the Foresight Companies. What do you do with the Foresight Companies? Right. I'm uh, their director of marketing, so I get to come up with all the fun stuff. You're going to see at NFDA that Dan and I have came up with some really cool things that, uh, to, to brand our company and to uh, tell others what we do. But it, essentially, we're an uh, accounting company, accounting firm. We do strategic account accounting for funeral homes. Basically, most funeral homes get a, a P&L statement 
and that nothing happens. Your accountant says, here's some numbers. We take those numbers, we do a target profit monitor, and we use those so funeral homes can make profit. We also do valuations, which is just like going to the doctor and having a physical. You know, some funeral homes have cancer, <laughs> really bad. Some others have heart disease. So our job is to diagnose that and to start therapy, if you will, financially to make them healthy again. And then we do mergers and acquisitions where funeral homes are for sale. Um, we're going to talk about that in a few minutes, a little bit more in depth and represent those. We do training for human resources, accounts receivables. We even have a boot camp coming up for folks to learn about the funeral industry. So my job is to promote all that uh, and to work in different areas of the company uh, with accounting, the merger acquisition, as well as the valuations. Wow, that's it, huh? That's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, since you're on the financial side with most funeral homes, what do you feel is is really pressuring financially funeral homes the most? Uh, a couple things. One is they don't know their own numbers well. Whatever they're charging on GPL versus what they're receiving, uh, don't measure up. You know, this is a time of the year where a lot of people go back and create their GPL, uh, change their math. They're, they're fundamentally not putting a budget toward the math that they want to get on their GPL, how much revenue that they're going to generate. And the monitoring of the revenue, you have to adjust that along the way. And, and I, I'm seeing a lot of folks that are making colossal mistakes that, you know, if you're making a 7% profit, which is the average profit for funeral homes in this country, you're, in, you're, you're not doing well. It's not going to get any better. So I see that. I see the failure um, in some respects for many funeral homes to address that issue. Uh, the other piece is training. We don't train. And there's a specific difference between I believe education and training. I can give you a book so you can read about hitting a baseball, but it's a different story when you get in the box. So uh, training goes all the way back to the financial pressure. If we can train funeral directors to uh, not have accounts receivables because that happens in the arrangement room and also get the funeral home owners to say, hey, you know what? I'm good at serving families. I'm compassionate. I'm paying attention, but actually have advice for financial side you go do that. We'll do the business of doing business. I think that uh, that would change our industry significantly. Well, fantastic. So, I mean, why would a funeral home need to conduct evaluation? Isn't that only for when they're going to sell? No. Think about this. Um, you go to the doctor annually, especially as you get older. Okay, and so you go get an MRI. You had the blood work. You do everything. The doctor sits down and said, "Hey, Jeff, you know, good news is you don't have cancer." Bad news is your cholesterol's out of whack, your triglycerides. Oh, yeah, by the way, you need to eat better, okay? You need to stop smoking. Of course, I go, and go yeah. happen, right? <laughs> right? Something's got to kill me. So uh, evaluation is basically a diagnosis of your business. You say, well, why is that important today? It's important today because as you go through, if you're finding out that you're not well, then you do things in therapy, if you will, financially, to make them healthier. Okay, because at some time you may want to pass on to the next generation and retire with that money from your funeral home. You may want to sell out. Okay, you run a business to be profitable. Okay, this isn't charity. And I keep saying this. You say, well, gosh, you know, I'm just in the, I'm just out here to serve. Well, if that's the case, raise some money and go to Nicaragua. All right, <laughs> that's not what we're doing. You're in the business for profit. That's right. So, all right. 
Perfect. Well, tell us what, tell our FNers what the future holds regarding funeral home ownership. Just real quickly, the average age of the funeral home owner in the U.S. is 66. Now, think about that, FNers. You're the next generation coming out here to buy. Okay, so in the next five, six, seven, eight years, it's going to be the largest wealth transfer in the funeral industry history. There's, we're a $16, 17000000000 billion industry. So if you're buying it a couple times EBITDA, think about how much money it's going to transfer in the next seven or eight years. So paying attention to that, one of my jobs is to start looking for bright, young funeral home uh, managers or people who want to own and run. And let's start getting you trained up so that you could be a good financial manager and start buying out some of these funeral homes so you can leave it to the future. Fantastic. Okay. Comes down to this last question. If a funeral homeowner or director wants to reach you, what's the best way? This is a, this is an easy softball question. Yeah. Uh, send me a box of cigars. Okay. <laughs> and I'll respond. <laughs> uh, you can reach me at Jeff, the letter F, the number four site, Jeff at foresight.com. Pretty easy. Mr. Harper. I appreciate you being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you. All right. This interview segment is brought to us by Sitch Caskets. We're super excited to have this effing brand on. They're really promoting our effing change, disrupting the way that caskets are done in the U.S. Uh, so it's, it's, it's great to have them on the show. Let's roll that promo. Funeral Nation is sponsored by Sitch Casket, importers of premium hardwood and fine metal caskets created exclusively for the North American marketplace. Is it a Sitch Casket or one of the top U.S. brands? Only your accountant can tell the difference. Visit Sitch Casket or contact your Sitch distributor. All right, Jeff, who is our effing spotlight going to shine on today? Well, we like to share positive stories and shine spotlights on funeral directors and professionals making a difference in their community and our profession. I think this is probably <laughs> one of the funniest things I've read. But the spotlight is worthy. Uh, the spotlight shines on Kevin Hughes' company down in Greater Jackson uh, Mortuary Cremation Service in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, he had a driver out picking up and transporting a, a, a decedent from North Mississippi down to Jackson. And the driver was stopped twice by law enforcement, okay? Each time that he was stopped, he was puzzled. The officer said, uh, uh, you're a white guy. And the driver said, yes, sir, I have been all my life. Is there a problem? <laughs> you know, and, and he says, well, comically, you know, what's going on here? I, I don't understand. And the officer in both occasions said, we've had an alert that you're out on, of your parole radius, Okay. Well, come to find out, the guy said, I've never been to jail. I've never even been arrested. <laughs> the issue was the decedent still had on his house arrest ankle band <laughs> in the back. <laughs> so you know what? Um, there's something, a spotlight on the funeral director. Hey, guys, take a few minutes and make sure and check your decedent before you put him in the back. The ID <laughs> may have to go all the way down to the ankle right now. Oh, man. Anyway, Kevin Hughes and your team there at Jackson Mortuary and Cremation Service, thank you for bringing that up because you guys uh, are helping out law enforcement and the rest of us in general. That's right. That's right. Fantastic. Homesteaders Life Company is proud to be the most often used pre-need funding company among the nationally recognized providers according to a recent independent study by McGuire Research. 
homesteaders celebrating 110 years of strength, security, and commitment to promoting the value of funeral service. Great. Uh, I, I like the spotlight segment when it's got a little bit of humor to it because we're going to roll right into our WTF segment. And uh, this is, like you mentioned earlier, the trashiest WTF that we, we've had on the show to date. So uh, warning out there. Okay, Jeff, I saw this when I was in Key Largo last week. Uh, I, I was picking up my wife at the front of a Kmart, and I look, and I see this trash can, and I see a funeral home ad on the side of the trash can. Now, this funeral home, it, it's the only funeral home in Key Largo, so they kind of have kind of have it wrapped up, so to speak. But, I mean, at what point do you get to, to where advertising on the side of a trash can becomes a good idea? Well, these guys just aren't doing social media. You know, no. they they rather lean over to the trashy side of the business. Um, I'd like to know who their advertising firm is. Um, <laughs> I, I think there's one down in Largo somewhere. I, I hope they're not responsible for this, but... Uh, uh, Side of the bus, one thing. Side of a trash can, that's classy. Keeping it classy down there, Alan Byer Funeral Home. Oh, I, know, think, I think it makes, says, it, I mean, there's so many negative condensations that you can make about a brand that advertises on the side of a trash can. Especially yeah, those funerals. You know what? Uh, give us your, your, your dead and your trash. We'll take it. Um, <laughs> that's just, it's just not good. So this is a what the funeral. Come on, guys. You're yeah. better than that. I said what the funeral out loud. It was unreal. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> Hey, right. who was this brought to us by? Is that those guys at Disrupt Media? It is. WTF segment is brought to us by Disrupt Media, the Disrupt You Show. Roll that promo. At Disrupt Media, we're a social media content agency that focuses on storytelling for funeral companies. We use real stories to build creative strategies that achieve actual business goals. Want to learn more? Visit disruptmedia.co. All right, Mr. Harbison, this wraps up episode 46. Um, next week you got to be out of the hotel and back at the cigar bar so you can have the cigar or the drink and be more relaxed but thanks for being on the show and, and letting us let me grill you with some questions what's coming up on 47 you know it's hard to believe 47 is here uh, we're going to have a really interesting guest next week frankly I'm going to be traveling again in fact I might be up in Ohio somewhere, uh -oh. but I, can't, uh -oh. I can't disclose that that's national security but uh, we'll definitely have a WTF and a really um, the spotlight's going to be pretty interesting on the guy that uh, we we really should honor, but takes a lot of junk. Uh, I, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, that wraps up forty six. We appreciate you. Share, share, comment, give us some feedback. Email us, whatever you got to do, but touch base with us on social, engage, let us know you're watching, what you like, what you don't like. Until next time, have a great effing week. Out here.